This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Welcome to ER Vet on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Justine Lee, and I'm a board-certified emergency critical care veterinary specialist and toxicologist. Thanks for joining us. Today, we're going to be talking about this spooky topic of poisoning in dogs and cats during Halloween. We'll be right back after these messages. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There is no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Odyssey, TuneIn, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. to ER Vet on Pet Life Radio. Today, we're going to be talking about Halloween. Now, I will say, before I had a kid, I was not a huge fan of Halloween because it just means my doorbell is ringing constantly, annoying my dog, and making my dog bark. But I will say, since having a two-legged kid, I get how fun Halloween can be. However, as Halloween approaches, there's a couple of key things that you need to know. Now, I don't want to leave out the cats, but Most of the time when dogs are getting into things or there's poisoning dangers, it's usually our dog friends that are getting into them, right? Because they like to ingest lots of things that most cats wouldn't even think about touching. So let's talk about cats first. Well, the first thing to know about Halloween and cats is please keep them indoors during Halloween. There's more kids around. There's more pranks going on. We just want to keep your cats safe, especially if you have black cats. Now, I love black cats. My cat is a black furred cat, and I'm always, always nervous that my cat is going to get outside by accident. My cat is completely indoors because as an ER vet, I hate seeing all the potentially dangerous things that are outside that could injure my cat. I'm talking things like getting hit by a car, getting attacked by a coyote, being attacked by a dog, getting into cat fights with other cats. Getting into something poisonous like my neighbor's daylilies or tiger lilies in their yard to all the other potential dangers. So personally, as a veterinarian, I like to keep cats indoors. If you let your cat go in or outside, please make sure to keep them inside during Halloween. And again, that's because a lot of people are really superstitious about black cats. It dates back to the whole witch thing. But again, when in doubt, keep your cat inside. The second thing I wanted to mention with cats, I know a lot of cat owners out there who love to dress up their cats or their dogs for Halloween. And I always say, if you're going to do that, you always want to make sure to keep your pet safe. First of all, most cats don't tolerate costumes. Dogs are much more tolerant of that, but most cats don't 
like that tight feeling of having a hat or a strap on. So unless your cat is really mellow, I don't normally recommend dressing up cats. Now, of course, costumes can be fun for the whole family, but you always want to make sure that your pet is tolerating that costume, that it fits well, that it's not going to slip or tangle up your pet. And you also want to make sure it's not a choking hazard. You always want to make sure that if your pet is in a costume, that you're keeping a close eye on them and you never leave them unattended. Trust me, as an ER vet, I see some weird freak things and I hate for anything terrible to happen where you have something stringy on that costume and that string gets caught up on a fence post or in a door. So when in doubt, you always want to check those costumes to be safe. We'd never want to see that choking hazard. And we also want to make sure your pet doesn't chew on the costume. Now, specifically for you cat owners out there, if there's anything thready or stringy or ribbony on that costume, I guarantee you, your cat's going to try to chew on it. And when it's really a thin type of string or thread, we oftentimes worry about a linear foreign body. That's when that string, because of the chewing motion of your cat, they're moving their tongue around, and sometimes that stringy material can actually get wrapped around the base of the tongue. And what happens is your cat actually swallows the remaining part of the string. And as it's anchored at one point around the base of the tongue, it can actually saw through the esophagus, the stomach, and it often requires a really, really expensive surgery to fix it. So that's called a linear foreign body. Now, it's super rare. I see it more during the holidays in December because like people like to use tinsel. Regardless, any costumes, when in doubt, keep that out of reach. All right, now let's talk about dogs. Now, I will say, one of my favorite times to work in the ER vet is actually on Halloween or the week of Halloween because it's a one time where when I induce vomiting in dogs who got into chocolate, the chocolate actually smells good. Or I should say the vomit actually smells good. I know it's disgusting, but the safest thing you can do is to keep that Halloween stash away from dogs. Most cats, again, aren't gonna eat voluminous large amounts of chocolate, but your dogs are. And I know that the ASPCA Animal Poison Control Center is inundated with phone calls every single year just around this time because they end up having a lot of chocolate poisoning. On a little side note, you always wanna make sure to pre-program your cell phone with your veterinarian, your ER veterinarian, and the ASPCA Animal Poison Control Center at 888-426-4435. All right, so you put out a big bowl of chocolate. You put out a big bowl of raisinets. There's a lot of poison dangers in there if your dog gets into it. And I can't blame dogs because oftentimes kids will come home, they want to count their stash and see what Halloween candy they got. So they empty out their bucket, they dump it on the floor, and they start eating their candy. Well, the dog's going to get into that also. So when in doubt, make sure your kid puts that Halloween basket in a closet where it's secure, on a shelf. That's also a great way to make sure your kid doesn't eat it all at once. All right, so prep for that chocolate ingestion. When in doubt, it's the dose that makes the poison. Thankfully, most types of Halloween candy don't have a ton of theobromine, which is the chemical that makes chocolate poisonous because most of it is cheaper, lower quality candy that we're giving away. Now, most types of mini bite little bars, if your dog ingests one or two, not gonna be a big deal. 
If it's a big dog and he takes a little bit more, honestly, probably not a big deal. But when it's pounds and pounds of it, that can be a huge issue. I also have seen the rare foreign body and that's when material like candy wrappers get stuck in the stomach or the intestines. So when in doubt, you really want to stash that candy away in a closet because dogs have such a good sense of smell. Of course, they're going to find all that Halloween candy. The second danger that I worry about when it comes to Halloween candy are those raisinets. When it comes to raisinets, not only is your dog getting a double whammy, the chocolate poisoning and the raisin poisoning, but this one can be really expensive to treat. The general rule is grapes and raisins or anything in the vitis species can actually cause acute kidney injury in your dog. And it doesn't take a lot of grapes or raisins to cause a poisoning issue. It could just be one small box of raisinets in a small dog. So you always want to make sure to keep those grapes and raisins away too. The third thing you want to keep away, those terrible neighbors who give out sugar-free candy. Thankfully, there aren't a lot of those neighbors. But if they ever give out sugar-free candy, that may contain xylitol. Xylitol is actually a natural sweetener. It's actually found in the birch tree. And it's got a low glycemic index. In other words, it doesn't have a lot of calories. In fact, it is thought to help with preventing cavities in humans. So you'll oftentimes find a lot of packs of gum or candy or even toothpaste or mouthwashes that contain a lot of xylitol. Well, if you see any sugar-free candy in your kid's stash, you want to make sure that it doesn't contain xylitol. Because at certain doses, usually 0.1 grams per kg, your dog can actually develop a life-threateningly low blood sugar. So you want to keep that out of reach. If it's higher doses, and that's 0.5 grams per kilogram, that can actually result in rare, rare liver failure, or the fancy word is acute hepatic necrosis. That can be really life-threatening. So when in doubt, make sure to keep that candy away. The second important thing about keeping your pet safe during Halloween are glow sticks. Now, I just admit, I just bought some glow sticks for my kid, but I'm trying to keep my kids safe while they're out in the dark, right? So I use these glow sticks, they're basically plastic. You bend them, you crack them, and that emits a light that glows for a couple of hours. Now, thankfully, these are generally non-toxic, but they have a really bitter, oily chemical inside that actually makes them light up. And if a dog or cat chews into a glow stick, it can actually cause some drooling and they may have a, a really, really uncomfortable feeling when that happens. The good thing is if your dog or cat just chewed into a Halloween glow stick, not a big deal. In fact, you don't even need to go to the ER vet. That's right. You heard me right. When in doubt, you can always call the ASPCA Animal Poison Control Center. But the safest thing with glow sticks is honestly, just give your dog or your cat something tasty to drink. So maybe some chicken broth, some chicken noodle soup. If it's a cat, maybe a little bit of milk or canned tuna water. That will help flush the taste out of their mouth and it'll stop that taste reaction. So what have we learned so far? Lock that candy away. Same thing with glow sticks. Keep them out of reach. Now, if your cat got into that glow stick, remember cats are such fastidious groomers. They love to groom themselves. So if you notice they chewed into a glow stick, rinse out their mouth or give them something tasty to lick. And then the second thing you want to do is actually turn off the lights and see if your cat glows. Now, obviously, we want to make sure to keep our cat safe. But if you notice it on their fur, you want to make sure to wipe off that glowing liquid just so they don't groom off more of that poison. 
We'll be right back with more Halloween safety tips right after these messages. Molly, here's your dinner. (coughs) Zeus, that's not your food. Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your Cat Tree Tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. to ER Vet on Pet Life Radio. We've been talking about how to keep your cat and dog safe this Halloween. For you cat owners, keep them out of costumes, keep them out of anything they're going to chew or tangle. And especially if they're a black cat, keep them indoors because a lot of people are scared of black cats during Halloween. We've talked about keeping that candy stash away because your dog can smell it. We also talked about if you have glow sticks for your kid, making sure that your dog and cat can't chew into them. Not a huge poisoning danger, but again, that substance in the middle of that glow stick is really oily and super bitter and really causes a bad taste reaction if your pet chews into it. The next thing that we want to do is to make sure that we keep our pets safe. Obviously, there's a ton of kids and adults walking around the neighborhood, And between the strange costumes that they're wearing and the really big costumes that they're wearing, it could really scare cats and dogs. I personally do not recommend bringing dogs on a leash when you're trick-or-treating. To be quite honest, they probably don't enjoy it either. And you don't always know how your dog is going to react when there's a lot of kids running around. So the safest thing you can do is actually keep your dog and cat inside. If you do decide to take your dog out after dark, please make sure that they're wearing something bright and reflective and that they're securely leashed. I'm talking to all you people who have really loose collars and one of those nylon leashes that doesn't attach well. When in doubt, you want to tighten that up. Make sure you can slip a couple of fingers underneath so your collar's not too tight. But we always want to make sure that that collar isn't too loose, that they can't escape. More importantly, make sure that there's actually identification tags on that collar. Now, I always make sure that my pets have a collar on them, especially while they're in the house, because if they bolt out the door, you don't have time to slip on that collar or those tags. So again, keep your pet safe. If you happen to have a dog or a cat that's really scared of the doorbell constantly ringing, potentially disable the doorbell, or more importantly, consider talking to your veterinarian about how to keep your dog or cat calm. Again, some pets can have intense anxiety from all the people who are ringing the doorbell. And the best thing you can do is keep your pet away from the trick-or-treaters. Simply move them into a room that's far away from the front door. That might be in the basement or a room where they're really comfortable, like your bedroom. Make sure to have some white noise or ambient noise in the background so they don't hear the doorbell ringing. Maybe post a sign saying, please don't ring the doorbell, but just gently knock. 
or just leave the door open with a screen door so you can actually see trick-or-treaters coming. When in doubt, you want to make sure to keep your pets calm because it can really stress out some pets when they constantly hear that doorbell ringing. All right, my last tip for keeping your pets safe. When in doubt, please make sure to pre-program your cell phone with your veterinarian, your emergency veterinarian, and the ASPCA Animal Poison Control Center. The last thing you want to do is when your dog gets into a huge stash of chocolate is try to go to Dr. Google and find the number. So when in doubt, pre-program it now. And that phone number is 888-426-4435. Again, we want to keep our dogs and cats safe this Halloween holiday. Again, keep that candy locked away. Make sure it doesn't have any grapes or raisins in it. Make sure it's not sugar-free and doesn't contain xylitol. Make sure your kid knows to stash that candy in an elevated, high-up location where their dog can't get into it. When it comes to glow sticks, totally fine to have on your kid because you want to keep them safe when they're outside. But again, please keep these out of reach. They're not a major poisoning. So you don't, again, typically need to go into the ER vet for it. Just make sure to rinse out their mouth, turn off the lights, and wipe away any glowing liquid that might be on their fur. Again, for pets that have a lot of anxiety when the doorbell rings or barking constantly, please consider moving them into a quiet area. And if your pet has really severe anxiety, don't be hesitant to reach out sooner than later to your veterinarian so they can even prescribe a prescription sedative or an anti-anxiety medication that may help. Lastly, please make sure to keep your pets safe. Again, best not to take your dog trick-or-treating with you. If you are going to do it, make sure they have a reflective collar, a snug collar, and a leash, and that they're secured appropriately. Also, make sure to have that proper identification on their collar. Again, a lot of these weird costumes and weird noises can really spook your pets and we want to keep them safe this holiday. Well, that brings me to the end of today's show. Find me at Dr. Justine Lee on Facebook or Instagram at Dr. Justine Lee or email me at drjustine at petliferadio.com. With that, we're out of time and we want to thank Mark Winter, our producer, for making this show possible. See you at the next episode. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.